Now, today, I want to talk to you guys about self-sabotage because this is a problem that all of us deal with. It doesn't matter where you are in your career. It doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have, any of that. It does not matter. We all deal with this to some extent. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence and for spending your quality time and energy here with me today on the show. Now, today, I want to talk to you guys about self-sabotage because this is a problem that all of us deal with. It doesn't matter where you are in your career. It doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have, any of that. It does not matter. We all deal with this to some extent. So, I want to chat about it today because I actually caught myself in self-sabotage and it was running in the background below the level of my conscious awareness and I didn't catch it until I was sitting down and journaling, doing some journal prompts for the full moon and asking myself what I'm ready to release and what has been in my heart and soul that I have not expressed. So I realized that I share a lot of things that are uplifting, things that are really just based in spirituality and consciousness and self-mastery. And trust me, all those things are definitely something that is really important to me. It's like the forefront of what I am all about, except for I wasn't showing up and fully owning all of me. And what I mean by that is that there's things that I want to say that I did not allow myself to say. There's things that I wanted to share, but I was too afraid to share them because I didn't know how other people would respond to it and how they would take it because a lot of people have been following me for a while and they've got to know me for my inspirational stories and lifting people up. And I never really shared the part of me who also is a freedom warrior, somebody who believes in our rights and believes in our sovereignty And I mean, coincidentally enough, right, this podcast name is Sovereign Solutions, but I was still hiding myself. There's parts of me that I was not allowing to be expressed. And this was creating this cycle of self-sabotage because I wasn't showing up and showing my soul family exactly who I was. And by doing so, I felt like I wasn't being courageous. I felt like I was only expressing part of who I was, which is exactly what I was doing, but I didn't feel like I was fully in my power in the way that I know I can be. And it didn't feel good. Every time that I would see somebody else who was a spiritual entrepreneur or a spiritual teacher of some sort, sharing their truth and sharing the things that I deeply wanted to share, I felt this deep sense of guilt and maybe a tad bit of like, envy. Like, why can that person share these things, but I can't? And really, I was just building myself into this prison that I couldn't share these things. But in actuality, I really could. And luckily, the universe brought these people to me that triggered me so that I was able to 
really look within and make a decision to just go with it and express my truth fully because no more holding back. You know, life is too short for that. And I'm not going to live a mediocre life where I'm playing small. It's just not my style. And I've made radical transformations in my life. And so to me, this is really important. So it was weighing me down and I didn't understand what the heaviness was about. But I realized finally that it was self-sabotage and that I was trying to protect myself against criticism, judgment, and other fears that were very unconscious as well. So it got me thinking. What are some other ways that we self-sabotage? And one of the biggest things was with our self-expression, our self-expression. It's like if we are not truly being ourselves, then we are sabotaging our success. We're sabotaging our ability to be seen. We're sabotaging our connections that we can create during our lifetime. And those people are here to help us live out our higher purpose, right? So when we self-sabotage our own self-expression, we're also sabotaging our purpose work, which is a very painful thing to come to terms with. But it's absolutely necessary because that's our shadow. That's the very thing that we have to look at so that we can overcome that, right? Because our shadow will always have power over us if we do not allow ourselves to look fear right in the eyes or to look at our self-sabotage right in the eyes and be able to make a new choice. Another great example of self-sabotage comes from a story that I read in a book called Release the Breaks. And they talk about this example of this amazing salesman. And he did so good in his like first or second month of his new career in sales. But when he finally stopped and realized that he was making all this money, well, he ended up sabotaging himself subconsciously where he all of a sudden developed like this anxiety to talk to people on the phone, despite the fact that he was knocking it out of the ballpark just a month ago. And all this, all these anxieties and all these fears ended up taking over him. And he wasn't able to make the sales that he was making before, which is such a curious thing. It's very interesting to see and hear about these stories because they're so common. So why do we self-sabotage? What's the cause of it? Why did that salesman all of a sudden develop anxiety of talking to people on the phone after he was doing so amazing? Because he has this base set tone of where he feels comfortable, right? This is another example that they use in the book. It's like having a thermostat. And let's say that your comfort zone of like who you think you are, your identity of like how much money you can make or how good you are at something is set to 70. Well, when you start believing in yourself and that temperature starts rising to about 80, it sends alerts off in your subconscious mind saying, this isn't safe. This isn't normal. We got to do something so we can regulate our temperature and bring it back down to 70. And that's exactly what we do. And it's very unconscious and we do not realize it unless We are aware of our mirrors, first and foremost, and that we take time to pause and reflect because how are we supposed to know if we're constantly distracted, right? But yeah, that's what happens. Basically, it's like the alarm bells are going off and it's saying, 
warning, warning, this person is escaping their comfort zone. We must bring them back to where they're going to be safe. And that's exactly what happens. And we manifest this in many different ways. One really common way is that we make like a certain amount of money and it's over our comfort zone. And then we're like, yes, we're doing great. And then something random happens, like our car breaks down or um, we have an unexpected bill that comes in the mail and we have to pay that money that we just made to something else to keep us at that comfort zone, at that level of being comfortably uncomfortable. And the reason that we are comfortably uncomfortable is because we know that we want more. We know that there's more for us, but we are too afraid to step out. So it's more comfortable just to be slightly uncomfortable. Let me know if this resonates with you. Is this something that you experience? Do you experience being comfortably uncomfortable and keeping yourself playing small and mediocre? Because if you do, then it's perfectly normal. But I want to let you know that you don't have to stay there. So what's another reason why we self-sabotage? Well, one reason I believe is because of our traumas. If we experience something that creates this mass amount of stress that puts us in either fight, flight, or freeze mode, then we don't want to repeat that again. So we create these little safety police, these prison guards that keep us stuck in our prison and doesn't allow us to move forward in creating what it is that we truly want to experience. And it's all based around fear. It's always based around fear. And I heard this really great acronym for, for fear when I was reading A Happy Pocket Full of Money, which by the way, I highly recommend checking that book out. But they say that fear is just false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. That's all that fear is. We convince ourselves that it's real, but it's not. Because each and every moment we have a choice to choose how we want to be and what we want to experience. And then these traumas become our identity, which we just talked about just a little earlier, is that we have that set point, right? We have this set point of who we think we are. And then it creates self-sabotage anytime that we go past that set comfort zone. So with that being said, how do we overcome it? Because you guys know that I'm not going to just leave you hanging with no practical things that you can do, right? How do we overcome this? Well, the first thing is we have to continuously work on our subconscious mind. We have to remember that our conscious mind is the gatekeeper. Everything that we perceive through the conscious mind becomes the imprint on the subconscious mind. It becomes the instructions for what we want to create. So being really conscious about what we are allowing in our minds is going to help us tremendously. The second thing is to start affirming truths in your life, okay? I'm not saying do it in a fluffy way that does not feel real to you. You have to have the full body experience. You have to be able to affirm that I get to choose my experience. I am free in this moment. I am powerful. I am worthy. These kinds of affirmations help solidify these truths inside of you. And it's really important because our self-talk and what we believe to be true is what we experience every time, no matter what, without fail, only 100% of the time does this happen. 
And the next thing is to identify fear. When fear is there, call a spade a spade and straight up just say, hey, this is fear and I'm not going to let you win because what is fear again? Oh, this is false evidence appearing real, but it's not. And I get to choose that. So be present with that fear. Invite it in. Allow it to be there because the truth is, is it doesn't have power over you unless you allow it to. And by facing this fear, you will begin the process of healing trauma in your body because when you're present, that's when you can heal that stuff that's deep in your muscles, deep in your tissues, deep in the cells. All that stuff will come to the forefront to be let go and released. And only then are you able to then crystallize a new identity. So think about it. Who do you want to be? How do you want to express yourself? In all honesty, we live in a quantum universe where all possibilities exist, which means every possibility exists right now. Literally every possibility. The millionaire version of you, the public speaker version of you, the activist version of you, the incredible, most amazing parent version of you. All of these exist right now. And I know that sounds like fantasy, but it's not. And quantum physics is starting to prove this because we live in a universe that is based on pure potentiality. So you got to figure out what it is for you and then start crystallizing that new identity by remembering that you are that person now in this moment. You become that person in the moment. And the way that you do that is through consciously creating new habits Breaking old habits. It's the hardest thing in the world to do because we have programmed ourselves into habitual lifestyles. But once we start breaking those habits, that's when we can start to create new ones. So it's kind of this dance between creating this new identity based on what you want to experience and then creating the habits that are going to solidify that. And you can do this with a morning practice, with visualization, You can affirm things to yourself, journal, all these different things are tools to help you do this. But you are ultimately the person who is the creator. You're the co-creator, which kind of brings me into the next thing, which is to commit only to living aligned with your values. Most of our misery and our suffering comes when we are not living in alignment with what we value the most. So you might have to sit down and figure out what that is for you because very rarely Do we truly know what our top three values are? What we tend to do is we list like 10 or 15, or sometimes we don't even realize that we have any, (laughs) which seems kind of odd, but it's true. Sometimes we don't, and that's all right. So then you would sit down and you would ask yourself that, what are the three things that you ultimately could not live without? And I don't mean things that are for your survival, but they're moralistic things, things that are important to you things that you know that you stand behind. What are those things? And for me, I realized that I wasn't living in alignment with my number one value, which is freedom. So remember when I said that I'm a freedom warrior and I haven't been sharing the things that are really on my heart and the things that I truly believe in? Well, that was taking a hit on one of my biggest values. It's actually my first value. So it's really important that I was able to notice this and say, no more. I stand for freedom. And what does that look like? And only my soul can lead me into the steps to take. My other two values, spirituality and integrity. Well, I talk about spirituality all the time. I have a spiritual practice that I am very religious on. 
And I have to be in integrity. I do the work all the time on myself because there's no way that I'm going to tell somebody else what to do if I'm not doing it also. So that's how I remain happy. That's how I remain in my high vibration. That's how I get to step more and more into that quote unquote new identity, which isn't new. It's just becoming more of who we choose and desire to be. Well, when I step into all of my values, all three of those, that's when I fully experience joy. And that's when you will experience joy is when you're living aligned with those very, very important things. And you can't really do this. You can't maintain your values, I believe, if you don't have a spiritual practice. I believe that most of our problems and the things that we're struggling with and suffering from is a direct reflection from living devoid of spirit. And the more that I have brought spirit into my life, the more changes that I've saw for the better. So when it comes to healing self-sabotage, we have to align with something that's bigger than ourselves and let go of our burdens and, um, and know and trust that we aren't doing this by ourselves. So by developing a deep spiritual practice, a meditation practice, a visualization practice, a deep connection with your own soul going, going deep inside and soul searching for who you truly are, what you believe in, letting go of any stuff that you've been programmed with throughout your life, through school, through media, through whatever, right? And finding your truth again, so important. And then the last thing that I know will help to overcome self-sabotage is to do what scares you. Remember, you got to face that fear and you got to take action anyways, just like I am right here. It was very vulnerable for me to share with you guys that I was self-sabotaging myself because I feel like I'm supposed to be this leader who never messes up and I'm supposed to be this like ideal, perfectional, like spiritual teacher, guru person, which I am not a guru. <laughs> Everybody I strongly believe are their own gurus. But you know, there's this, there's this ideal and this collective belief of how somebody who is a spiritual teacher should look. And so I was trying so hard to live up to that, not truly allowing myself to just break the chains and let myself be free. And here I am telling you guys these very vulnerable, deep things that I experienced. And that is something that scared me, but I had to take action on it as well as sharing the things that I said that I want to share. So I've been doing that more and it feels so free. So do the things that scare you and you, I promise you, you will not regret it. You will overcome self-sabotage. You will step into who you came here to be. You'll live out your higher purpose. You'll feel fulfilled in life. You'll experience joy. And not only that, but you will step into the sovereign being that you always were. So with that being said, I'm going to hop off of here, but I will talk to you guys on the next episode, and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week. See you later. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, would you please take a moment out of your time to just go leave a five-star written review over on iTunes? It would help this podcast grow, and I really would appreciate it. Thank you so much for your continual support. You can find the link to leave a review on iTunes down in the description below.